Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, if you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe and hit that ding a ling a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. You can show your support by heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. And you can show your support also by giving us a five star rating. We much appreciate that as always. Right then, my name is Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies. I've got Callum, I've got MD, and I've got Gilroy. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? Hello, hello. Very well, thank you. Tremendous. Tremendous, tremendous. It's just the four of us tonight. Um, We did have our guest scheduled. We're rescheduling that, and you're getting the four of us. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. And if you've turned off, fuck you. (laughs) Come (laughs) back next week. Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off until next week when we'll have a brewery on, okay? Um, we'll start off as we normally do and we'll go around the virtual table seeing what we're drinking to start off the podcast Gilroy, you've just took a sip from your vessel, what is it? Um, so I recently ordered um, some American stuff from Cloudwater that they got in on their shipment um, one of the ones they included in the six pack is their uh, Hellas so it's a 4.5% lager as expected Wackagen equals uh, inspired by traditional Bavarian pale lager, malty yet delicate, refined and refreshing, filtered water, Germany's finest Pilsner malt, Bavarian lager, yeast and classic German hops in a beer style that leaves no room for error. Lovely. And Axel, Axel agrees as well. Approves. He's desperate for some. I was going to say, it sounds like he's looking for some. He's like, oh. He is, he is. For sure. We Axel, um, a new puppy. So it's just really crisp, like it, it, just perfect for kind of summertime. Wish the weather was better when I was drinking it, but it was exactly what I needed when um with a bit of a shite day. So nice. uh, work wise. So it was perfect. It'll not last long. Tastes great. Um if anything, maybe a bit subtle. I, I, maybe it is kind of pale lager, so I, I don't think it's necessarily meant to be strong in, in flavour. Mm. I like a, a wee bit kind of more oomph, but it's just really crisp, really clean. Um you can tell cloud water and other stuff, obviously, and it's another great example. Sounds Sounds lovely. It looks lovely. I look at that. Looks the bollocks. MD. Well, I am. Um, I'm pretty mainstream. Um, just now, I just basically finished Main, mainstream mark. Mainstream mark. I here's another <laughs> another segment that we're getting stuck into for sure. Uh, this basically just had. Um, it was a quick decision, running late as always, and wolfing dinner down and basically poured the last uh, pint from my perfect draft uh, machine, which I picked up a keg of Gav's favourite European travel lager, uh, Jupiler, which Blah. I think we mentioned a few weeks ago on another yep. podcast, which uh, um, whether it inspired me to buy it the keg, I don't know, but I just, mate, this, I can actually see the bar in Belgium where we parked an arse after we got off flight and got the train and all the rest of it. And we sat and we sat and had this pint for the first time. And I, the keg got basically tapped with um, 
my dad and father-in-law at the weekend uh, for the old fair day and basically I got three quarters of a pint left out it now. It's just simple, easy drinking lager. Um, it's got a little bit of kind of sweet sort of, I want to, I'm not going to say pale ale aspect of it, but it's got like a sort of vanilla, wheaty, Belgian lightness that you would come to expect. And it's just like... That's fucking good shit. It's just easy to drink, mate. It's just like you say. I know it's uh, it's it's part of the the world's biggest beer company's absolute juggernaut of a um, catalog of beers. But like I've always said, there's a time and a place for everything, and it's it is, it's it's just a quality lager, to be honest with you. And it does exactly what it says in the tin: five point two percent, sessionable, crisp, tasty. Bing bang bong, like it. We'll get a a, a perfect draft review off you in a second because we've not um, quizzed you about that. To be fair, so we'll get that off you in a minute. Uh, while we find out about Callum, the mysterious face, um, you're pulling there of what the fuck have I got? Yeah, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with this one, to be honest. Um, so I just had to. I was late putting these in the the freezer, um, sorting the kids and stuff. Um, so I've tanned my last faith, my last Northern Monk faith pre-podcast because it was nice and icy cold. Um, but I've opened this one, <clears throat> got it from Sainsbury's this afternoon, and it's called Big Dumb Object, um, and it's their black IPA, um, 7.3%, this one is coming in it. 7.3%, um, and it's really interesting, actually. Um, if you haven't tried it, Mark, go and get a can. Um, from Sainsbury's if you can because I think it would be right up your street it's, it's banging with the chocolate and coffee and sort of burnt toast on the nose you're getting loads of like sort of stout vibes um, as soon as you open the can it like wafts and it's it's like proper stouty vibe um, but it's absolutely rammed with hops too, it's got Centennial um, Chinook Galaxy and Mandarina Bavaria so it's proper west like it's, it's really, really bitter. Well, I'm, I find it really bitter. And it's quite an interesting combination because you're getting that you're getting that bitterness that you would get ordinarily from the the, the roasted malt, like the sort of chocolate and, as I say, the sort of burnt flavours that you would expect from a stout, but also you're getting hot bitterness as well. Um, and it's, it's really smooth as well. It's got a lovely body. You, you would expect that for some point odd percent. Um, and I, I think Drygate dry flattered to deceive quite a lot of the time. Um, I've, be, I've been as often disappointed as I have been um, surprised or, or pleased, sorry, with Drygate beers that I've had in the past. Um, but this one, this one for me hits the mark. Like it's really good. I'm really, I, I'm chuffed to pick that up. Sounds good. Sounds good. And is it no? Um, is that one of the first, if not the first, unless I've forgotten one, black IP that's in the in the supermarket? Sure, there's been one other. I'm sure there's been others, but but I it's it's, it's not a, a style far that, between. Aye. Aye, it's not a style that gets that gets brought into the supermarket very often. Um, and I'm not. I didn't see any signage for like a festival or you know, or mm. whatever. I don't. I don't no, think I've Sainsbury's seen it are, before. I don't think Sainsbury's are prone to those kinds of things. And I think the, the black IPAs that I have seen have been like in like say an Aldi or a Lidl that have, mm. when they've arrived Aye. in one of their, their frequent beer festivals. But this seems to be one that's. That's going to be like a course sort of beer. Be interesting um, to see nice. how it sells. Aye. It's a dry gate beer, isn't it? What did you say, Scott? Is it dry gate? Uh-huh. Aye. Yeah. 
It'll be interesting to see how much it sells if it's like sells and goes off the shelf relatively quickly. Um, I, I, I think it'll be a hard one to get a hard, a hard sell. Like, that's the point I was about to say there. I think it's a style that obviously we have mentioned, or I have at least I'm not going to put words in your mouth. I feel it's really underrepresented. Um, by as the craft beer drinkers sort of beer, you know, it's a mix between dark and light kind of combining uh so whether a supermarket will see it go off the shelf enough i don't know but sainsbury's i suppose isn't a bad shout because it's like you know if you're shopping in sainsbury's um without like it sounded like you know there's specific people that will go to sainsbury's for their shopping i suppose right. without it being categorized Aye, no, you're right Aye, it's, it's maybe it's maybe a slightly more it's a market market supermarket Aye. But I found the range nice in Sainsbury's though for the last couple of years has been shit. Right. Like, okay. I don't know if that well, just, just, just be like me and Eastbourne. The, it's the, it's Sainsbury's down here has always had a really bad selection. Really bad. It's interesting. I mean, I've had I've had quite a lot of, of Sainsbury's beers in the past, but I, I haven't been in for quite a while. Um, and I went when I went in today, they had they had the obligatory Brewdog stand. Aye. You know. If you go into one of the any any kind of supermarket now, they seem to have their own labelled shelf, you know, all yeah. cordoned off and all that, which makes it easier for to avoid. To be honest, you know, it's no, it's no. Well, it's true, you know, the the, yeah. the brew dog the brew dog beer isn't mixed in with all the other stuff that you might actually want to drink, so it's it's kind of it's kind of over to the side and you can avoid it. But I was quite um I was quite pleasantly surprised at the amount of Scottish beers, Scottish breweries that are in. The our, our my local Sainsbury's Livingston, um, and yeah, so there was loads of seventy one, um, Drygate, uh, Fierce, uh, Fine Ales, um, but Belfield's Edinburgh as well, isn't it? That's oh, yeah, that's yeah. an Edinburgh brewery as well. Um, I there was quite a few, quite a few, and I think that the there was quite a lot of Tempest as well. I mean, I know they're not Scottish, but pretty much. I mean, it's just a spit, yeah, spit over the spit over the border, so it's it is relatively local to us. Um, and the central belt, so it's quite good to quite good to see that. Christ, I mean, I wish my fucking Sainsbury's had have had half of those breweries. I know it's a local <laughs> thing, but damn, generally wish I had half. Um, myself, I am drinking a collaboration beer, so I'm drinking a uh, Full Circle and Baruzer. Our friends from Boozer did a collaboration beer called uh, Space Safari, a New England IPA, sitting at five point four percent, made with cashmere hops. Um, it's a light, well balanced, lovely, refreshing. The first word I said when I tried it um, was smashable. It's one of those beers that you can just easy pick up. Quite similar to Looper in terms of um, if you've ever had, had Looper from Full Circle, it's a cracking beer. Um, it's a, like if as soon as you see Looper, you pick it up, you know what you're getting. It's just a smashable beer. This is similar. Um, so is that is that a single hop then? Single hop cashmere. Um, no, cashmere mosaic, uh, cryo hop right. and centennial. Excuse me, my, my fault. I was going to say, was going to say uh, a, a single hop New England would be quite an, quite an unusual thing. But. <laughs> um, but no, it's 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 super super smashable. Like I uh, was lucky enough to obviously help the guys out at the These Hills Festival at the weekend, and um, they were very very um, kind and giving me some cans and stuff to try. I, I don't know how many cans I've drank of this beer over the last three, four, five days, but. Um, it's just such an easy beer to drink, and it's my first beer of the evening. It's my warm-up beverage for the podcast, and it just goes down way too quickly. It's one of those beers you're, you're fucking finished, and you're like, shit, need another one. 
need more. You're just gonna you're just gonna smash this bad boy. But if you ever get a chance to pick up um, Space Safari New England IPA from Full Circle and Bruiser, definitely go and check it out. Um, worth picking it up if you get the chance. Um, right. In fact, before I do um, a kind of review or rundown of um, these hills festival, I'll, Mark, you've had your perfect draft machine now for a couple of weeks, um, and it's it's something that I've looked at before, and um, my dad looked at kind of buying one as well. Um, to tell us about the perfect draft. Is it perfect draft? Excuse me. Is it any good? Is it worth it? Uh, aye, rundown, please. Um. Okay, uh, it's, uh, I suppose the starting point is it is super, super easy to use. So, like, <clears throat> um, setting up is an absolute piece of piss, basically. It comes out of the box, um, like, really well packaged, that sort of thing. And um, I was a bit, like, you know that way you're thinking, oh, you know, it's a keg, so... I don't like tapping a keg and all that kind of stuff. Am I going to no do it properly so that like air gets you're gonna, in? You're going to do it like the times, the times that weather's been you're just tapping, it goes, push, push right. goes everywhere. <laughs> well, basically. But honestly, it's so easy. This It's like a little clip that goes on the top, like a lid, and you just um, two buttons on the side, hold down, click, release, and it slots in. Um so it's really simple. Like the range of beer is really good. There's about 60 different kegs available now. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's managed by, um, so it's a Phelps machine, but it's um, managed and done by Beer Hawk, which is AB, MBEVS, Baby. So there is a lot of micro beers available. However, the range is wicked. I've got to admit, everything from, like I said, Dupler earlier to uh, Tenants Lager, I suppose, is available. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally, for, I'm for literally going through the website of the kegs and now, and I'm like, oh, Tenants. Oh, there's Tiny Rebel, like Pineapple Express. I'm like, oh. So Tiny Rebel. Yeah, yeah, the Tiny Rebel ones in there, right? <clears throat> Mickler as well, fuck. The Mickler Pales in there. Uh, Thornbridge, I've got a couple in there now. And um, Vocation, obviously, have launched uh, Life and Death recently as well. Uh, Brewdog's Punk IPAs in there. And, Nobody cares. Uh, Elvis Juice is going to be available um, in the next couple of weeks as well. Again, for the macro lovers of the world, um, I suppose. They're, but... It, it, you asked it if it's worth it, and it's a really it's I, I find it quite difficult to answer because obviously I didn't really pay for it. So yes, the answer is it's worth it, <laughs> um, but I didn't have to lay out the two hundred bones um, or whatever it is now one seven five. I mean, do you get see with the like the thing that I've always it's not put me off, but it's always been a, a, a question in my head about it is like. Anytime you like, if you've if you've worked in a bar before, you'll know that as soon as you put a keg on, you get a runoff. Like, are you got a runoff with this? Are you getting wastage with, uh, with the beer? If you know how to pour the pint, you don't. Mm. I think the really the honest answer because um, I poured every pint out of my first keg. Perfectly. No, there was one dodgy to be <laughs> fair, which wasn't the first pint. It was actually the second one. I got a wee bit. Uh, too confident with it and I had uh, 
a five heat um, as part of the pint. But the but I still go. I think I calculate because obviously I, I'm I'm not using a pint glass most of the time. I'm using like a like a four forty sort of style. So I'm getting anything between I got eleven and well eleven and change the, the last time, and then that was twelve and a drizzle and a, mm. and a half uh, this time round, which is um, I think I worked out that it was about two eighty or something a pint. Um, or two eighty for a, a glass. Um, well, it's technically two eighty a pint because it's like. But um, I, I mean, just, I'm just I'm just looking at the now like on the website and seeing what the most expensive one is, and it's literally. Um, I think it is vocation now. No, it's coming up as um, the new Stellar Artois, the unfiltered one. Uh, is coming up as that's like thirty-seven other, quid or thirty-eight quid. Is it the thing we rent for me? That's I think the vocation ones are forty. That's just fucking stupid. It's a really bad, <laughs> the website's not great. The um, I think it's like forty-one or forty-two is vocations. Aye, there's a magic, the magic rock, there's a magic rock one that's quite dear as well. Um, it's like dark arts or something like that. That's but it hits, but it's like six odd percent or something. There's um, a couple of big Belgian numbers in there that mm, are um, that are seven and a half, eight percent, and I'm like, God, I'm like that on top. Can, I say though, it was left like six point six, isn't it? Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, I, had, I oh, sorry, Calco. Sorry, mate. I was just going to say my my father-in-law's got one, and he uh, <clears throat> he brought left to uh, the party we had at New Year, and that was really foamy on the pour. Um, but I had I, I didn't have any. Um, input in setting it up or or anything like that. All I was doing was watching it getting poured, and it was really quite foamy. So I don't know whether that was maybe the keg had been had it's been probably... jiggled or or no. or something. But but I obviously with Gab when Gab was mentioning about wastage, we, we certainly got a fair amount of wastage right. off of that. Um, but that as you say, that might have been how the keg was handled. Um, I don't know. Obviously, but... I'm still like I'm, I'm only two kegs in. So, but mm-hmm. I, honestly, like Graham poured. One on Saturday or whenever that was, and honestly, like it, it, typical, never worked behind the bar, so didn't they pour the tap all the way? The like you know, like didn't they hard pour both and I didn't they cut like, the tap straight over? Aye. Like we half pour, and it, it's just I'm like just you're, you're just foaming it up, but um, so that was quite funny for the amount of beer that Graham's drank that he can uh, pour a pint, so that was funny. <laughs> but um, but see, see, honestly, like. It was the it's the perfect thing when you go folk round, the perfect honestly like, especially if it's something that most people are going to drink. And obviously, I had Jupiler on there, so easy drinking lager. If you want to drink something else in between, um, it was scorching day. And can, can you switch kegs over? Can, can you like like because if you if you if you're that way inclined, and you can I mean you can pick up fridges and freezers on on Facebook for nothing. And ah, exactly. you know, you could you could have a fridge or a freezer sitting with two or three kegs in it, and then you could put mm-hmm. put a keg in and pour a couple, and then take it off, put another mm-hmm. one in. As long as you were keeping track of how much was in each one, you know, so it wasn't going out of date. Does it not tell, tell, tell you? Yeah, it does tell you, doesn't it? Oh, does that right? Maybe it tells you how much is in each keg when you. I've always stuff. I've always just been of, of the opinion that that for for I mean, in a house like mine, that I'm the only one drinking beer, I, I would struggle to justify. Spending the money on the machine 
and then spending forty quid for a keg, and you know it only lasts it lasts however long, like a week, a fortnight, or whatever. No. And um, I, I feel like I would have to drink a whole lot to to justify. It's a it's definitely a party piece thing. Like if you if you're having a barbecue or you're having a party of that, it's perfect for that. Like, but like, see if you're a, see if you're in a, if you're if you're a youngster that's in a flat with some mates or. Um, at uni or whatever that would have been like see when we were at uni if, if something like that was on the go you know four or five of you putting in 30 or 40 quid and it, that's it but and then everybody buys their keg and keeps it chilled and that would be amazing but like I say for, for one person in a house I, I, I think I would struggle to justify I suppose it's like the outlay in that I've got to admit though there is something about the pint of beer mm. it is the ace class of drinking beer and you can say what you want depending on whatever it is but bottles cans they just for whatever the reason uh they do not compare to well, we've the, said that we've said it about so many beers and so many but that we've had in the podcast you go that'd be good on keg or that'd be good on cask like we, we say we say it so many times and you're like oh i wish i tried that in the pub you know what i mean rather than have it in the can or the bottle which which says all which the kind of goes to your point like it's just and it, obviously like I'm the only one that drinks well I suppose Lynn's occasionally has a beer and all the rest of it and when I had Club Tropicana on that was the first keg I had she mm. thought that was wicked um and you know so get her to try of, get her to try a can after and see if she's like ah oh, shit oh that's good uh, that'd be interesting we should do like say canon canon keg canon keg canon keg look it's a, it is a big investment, and for if you, obviously if you are craft beer inclined, you part of the aspect of craft, like in drinking craft beer, is that you try something new all the time, and that's is really interesting. For me, it's actually quite I don't want to say comforting because that's making it sound like maybe got a bit of a problem. You got an However, issue, but like non-complicated tasty draft beer just, just, to, just to walk in walk in for your work and just grab a glass and go boff thank you Aye, you're right to have the luxury both you know to have the luxury of having a fridge fully interesting diverse beers that we can get together and chat about on a Tuesday night but also have the option of just coming in for your work and just as you say pouring that pint Nice. And it's not even like the fun thing. It's like I was using obviously like the smaller glasses as well, um, and it was just see just like a wee half pint. Just as like obviously it's at my I say my back door, but it's at my front door. If you know what I mean, like when I come Aye. in and you walk in and it's like oh, you're right then, and just well situated. It's like hello, drink uh, me basically. <laughs> so now I look forward to like. I look forward to sampling um, more. The other thing I would mention on it is that Beerhawk are really good with their, like, sort of their offerings and that. So even on, like, uh, short-dated kegs, um, so short-dated keg is, like, maybe it'll be, like, it needs to be drank by the end of July. And you're thinking to yourself, it's the start, well, it's the end of June just now, so Aye. I've got a month. That's pretty good going, and you, uh, they usually take... You know, anything between a five or maybe a ten or off a keg, and then also they do the returns scheme for the keg. So every time you return a keg, 
um, they give you a fiver. Oh, so they get a fiver off. Um, that's uh, that's unlimited as well. Like if you've got four kegs, mm-hmm. you can you can you can submit all four kegs and get twenty quid, and yep. you're hip. And oh yeah, so didn't they get that? I didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So basically, Aye, the, the returns are unlimited. Unlimited returns. So they do on on the website just now. They've got if you buy three, a multiple of three kegs. So it's obviously their box that they, they ship them in. But if you buy Elf. three kegs, <clears throat> buy twelve get, kegs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get 15% off your order and then <clears throat> they've got and then obviously you so the first one you have the outlay technically but you're getting 15% off it so three kegs at you know 30 odd quid you're talking about 100 bones Aye. and then 15 quid off so 85 quid give or take and then the next time round, if you're ordering three kegs then you're getting the 15 so 85 but then plus you you, we you get another fifteen quid off. You get another right. fifteen quid off it, exactly. Mm. Um, so, like I say, I've got the two kegs sitting um, as well, and there's a couple of like, local shops that you can actually just drop them in, and they'll give you the fiver back. So, like the day to day in Armadale, and the ke- uh, I think it's called the Kegmart, and is it? Right. I drove oh. past. I drove past it uh, yesterday, and it had a two let sign upside. Oh, well. So it's oh, sure. a bit of a shame. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, then, well then... Jade's brother says it was near all that anyway. The woman, and it was like eyes are still game. And was like <laughs> just on the phone, just on the Aye. phone constantly. And did they get a chance to ask anything or check anything or anything like that? It was, and it was cash, getting... it was cash only as well, which was annoying. Uh, you weren't getting any help, 100% money laundering. Then, I mean, the day to day in Armadale, like, but I, I didn't really see the point. It's really hard for that to be your only stick, mm-hmm. like because it's a limited group of folk that have got them. Although lockdown probably increased it, increased the the, the scope massively for you mm-hmm. to be a retailer and say that's going to be my only thing is these yeah. kegs. That's banking on quite a lot. Aye, aye, definitely. So, and there can't be much margin in them, like because no. day to day, I bought the Jupiter out there and it was the exact same price as it was on Beerhawk, and they oh, were yeah. still offering the five quid return as well so like and i'm like i'm obviously thinking well i'll go up there and i'll get my beer sorted that they'll not make it can't be a lost leader but it's got to be break no. even on it and they'll buy other stuff when they're in ah exactly no i'll go and get i'll go and get rolls for you no problem <laughs> coming down the road with the rolls in your mouth as you're carrying two kegs <laughs> I'll, chase the, I'll chase the kegs down the road <laughs> um, but i the it seems like a good thing. What what have you got? What have you got in stock? I don't. This is that's what I'm saying. So I'm 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 obviously birthday's coming up in a few weeks. So I was planning barbecue, and I was like, right, I'll see how you threw that in there. Mm. What? Oh, it's we're my birthday. Yeah, really beer, beer oh, off. Off. Like we're old enough now that <laughs> birthdays didn't mean dick. Um, like it was just an excuse to fire the barbie up and drink beer. Um, so. Uh, but so you you've nothing in stock. You've nothing, nothing in stock. But I've got um, the life and death from Vocation, and uh, I think it's called. Uh, is it? There's one called it's like Lisa IPA or Lisa something that's on the. I've got that and. I was debating on the other one because my dad was talking the other day and he was like, oh, the um, 
Orchard Pig's cider is available, and he was like, Aye. "Oh, it's good." I the no, it's a, it's another lager, the Lisa, the Del Borgo Lisa lager, Life and Death. Oh, and then the Mickler, um heated seats, the Pale Ale. That was the three that was on. Um, it's in the bag, but then they they just released um, tenants. No, <laughs> they just released the. Uh, oh God, how do you even spell? Like, say this. It's like quack, basically K whack, and uh, that's a eight point four percent strong Belgian ale. And I was thinking, that's, yes, please. That's uh, Roger. Perfect draft, quack rouge. You've got the rouge, and that's then the have the got the um, the like the strong ale as well. Yeah, it would be good for the bar for a barbecue. Would be the whole garden rose. Oh, that's not a bad shoot. Aye, whole garden the, rose on draft. Oh yes, the, the <laughs> lefty, uh, rose. There is mm. a rose. So all the way from Ken, the would be Ken would be an option. Would be see see the perfect draft kegs. Would be getting Erica phone and seeing if he can fill up one of the perfect draft kegs. We both in beer. I've actually looked into this no. already. Um, to see if there's a white erector. Aye, but they're they're bagged inside and getting into the keg, like they're bagged for like um, bag for life, bag for life. Aye, but they're bagged for just like prolonging the the beer basically. So mm, right, okay. getting into them and then cleaning out what's in it. It's not as simple as it just being like a steel keg that you uh, can just it's flush. Like mini, it's not like a mini keg. Aye. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I did. but if you but if you could get something, if you could get a delivery device that would work, like if you if you had like a handmade version of the, say you had a handmade version of the line or you used one of the lines for something, mm-hmm. cleaned it out properly and had a way that you could get it in. I don't know if you could like extend the line and feed it into the tap, so you're only using the tap bit. I know that's shite. That means you're not really using it. But if you could at least hang with the tap bit and pour it out it. And pour something decent at it, like through a corny keg or something. But it's it's not a real tap. You're better de- you're better making a kegerator. You're better doing a kegerator. Keg 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 that bad boy. No, it sounds good. Like I said, it's something that I've always toyed with the idea. I probably will at some point. Um, left Brun sounds good. Aye, there's a good selection. There's That's a decent selection, man. The selection. Francis can our vice beer was always a favourite as well. Yeah, pre craft but- stuff. Like we've just kind of mentioned with the the variety, like it's non complicated, tasty beer, you know. And Aye. I think at the end of the day, that's um... oh, Bud Light, dust soap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, uh, you never. This would have been high on my list. Would have been a keg uh, Jaipur. Jaipur, I know. Jaipur, that's yeah. I love the number. It- I think so that I'm was out really of... looking at all the different kegs, laughing at the fact that they've got a fucking Thornbridge Shelby keg. Oh, right mate. Person. I seen that. I was like, come on, fuck, fuck off with that shite. Oh, Unreal. They've got a, a Leffe Royale Cascade IPA. Right. right. Well, you fucking get a trouble with... But... Belgium's, Belgium's answer to Sierra Nevada. Nah, apparently so. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. Um, anybody moved on? I want to shout at the beer. Yeah, I'm having left. <laughs> Big bottle. Got it. For, uh, can you can you not get that? Can you not get that in the perfect draft? Mm-hmm. All oh, right, that'd be it's good. Perfectly. 
You get um, this is at the big bottle. I noticed. Came, I noticed oh, it nearly went everywhere. Aye, all the way from the mall. That's why it was shaking. Aye. It was, uh, it was is, uh, showing, uh, off, showing off his best deep throat action there for the bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve-O was at, um, was at Le Mans, so he brought me back a couple of bottles of beer. Fair enough. Fair very nice of him. So, thanks, Steve-O. Anyway, let's move on. I have, I'm on uh, a Block Loman No Tours on Saturday or Friday or any other day of the week and a Full Circle um, collab. Uh, Black Sour Double IPA. I think Gilroy, I think you um, kindly dropped this one off at some point in ages ago and I found it in the old fridge of the day. Um, 8% Black Sour uh, Dipper. I've got to admit, it's pretty, it's pretty bog standard, which I'm really disappointed about, to be honest. And it's maybe past its sell-by date. But... Um, we're too busy getting tours, mate. That's why we're doing zero. Right. Tours. Although you still shut. Hi, right. Okay. Hundred percent shut. The Crocs are horrific, by the way. They're yeah. fucking yeah. horrific. I'm. I'm a hundred percent into one hundred percent. Absolutely superb, by the way. They're Absolutely. fucking horrific. It's, it's got the slipper lining on it. Hey, have you I seen the? Have you seen the Jordan Crocs ones? Go and die. No, I've not. Jordan Crocs. Fucking hell, man. Absolute fire, mate. Flame. The absolute business. I cringe at I cringe at myself when I put when I have to put my sliders on and with my socks on. Can you give me that part? That's no. awful. No. So <laughs> that Crocs are the way. Aye, Crocs are the way forward. Like one hundred. Anywho, uh, a beer that's utterly shite is um, one that I stumbled across in Aldi today, whilst I was doing my shopping. Um, and surprise, well, to be fair, I've never actually found a good beer in Aldi. Um, doing my neck of the woods but it's the hop foundry but this apparently is it's brewed oh, by that? um no hold on uh, it's brewed Does by it our friends who we discovered um made a shit ton of money last week uh or a couple of weeks ago freedom brewery um hmm. they've brewed it and it's That's uh, a good insight into what's coming for your five hundred thousand pound exactly uh tropical and it's a pale ale four percent um made brewed in partnership with freedom brewery it's just, it's just fucking shit. It's just howling. I picked up the, thinking it might be um, decent and to explore and understand this freedom brewery. And apparently it's a, third, a thirst quench, quenching, excuse me, pale ale with refreshing tropical notes. Um, tropical notes are hard to find. Um, quenching and thirst, um, there's not because I've had a beverage beforehand. Um, it's just, you can drink it, but you're only drinking it because you've, 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 Spent your money and you feel like you need to drink it, basically. So don't don't have it. It's just not very good, to be fair. And I noticed um, there was a couple of like uh, I don't know if you guys seen them. They're like um, the Jubilee beers. I don't know who brewed them. Um, there was like two cans of this Jubilee stuff. Never picked up because I knew it was gonna be shit. But it looks shit. The cans look shit, um, which made me giggle. So why don't touch this because it's fucking shit. That no, Andrew that brewed the, ju- the Jubilee beer, he's got bills to pay in that yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pure sweat. <laughs> I was going to say the tears of some poor beer. <laughs> but... <laughs> Jillian Maxwell. Maxwell is only worth, apparently our, our part in things is only worth 20 years. Yeah. Oh, well. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. Anyway. Fair enough. Uh... 
you've moved on, Cal, but I'll let you. Um, I'll, I'll let me have a taste of it first. I'll, let you, I'll, let, I'll, I'll, I'll let you get stuck in. I'll let you get stuck in. Um, so I was lucky enough to get invited um, by the guys from Bruiser to the These Hills Festival, which is basically um, Beak Bruins Festival. And um, Beakstable. Beakstable. It should have been called Beakstable. It's a much better name. I kept. That, just, co- that, I just, kept... that just sounds like a fucking. You kept saying three south, hills, south, southeast coastal town. Where do you come from? Oh, I come from Beakstable. Beakstable. <laughs> I, kept, I, I actually kept uh, calling it Three Hills <laughs> Festival because that's what I thought it was fucking called. And then uh, really, I looked up and I realized it was called These Hills. Um, so it should have been called fucking Three Hills. Why is it called These Hills, Gavin? Being the local historian that you're. Well, I'm not not the local historian, but I know over the behind the back of the brewery, there's um, lovely Three white hills. cliffs or these hills. There's lovely hills, and it's, have they got eyes. No, <laughs> no, it's just the humpy bumpies run through fucking Melbourne. Aye, <laughs> it's just it's just over it just it overlooks it overlooks um almost looks like the White Cliffs of Dover kind of situation. Um, these white cliffs over there, which are obviously good, really good to look at when you're stirring them. <laughs> Aye, exactly. Um, so that's why it's called these. Well, I assume that's why it's called these hills. Um, but anyway, they had the festival in Lewis. Um, I really like. I, I used the word, and if you what if you joined or looked or watched the live I did on Instagram, I, I said that it's a vibe, like a proper fucking happy fucking cunt at Glastonbury. Glastonbury-esque. Aye. Proper like um it was I never I've never been to Bigfoot Festival and we're obviously going to try and get to it this year but it got cancelled. And it seemed like a mini Bigfoot festival. So like um just like You're only a size 10 that's what you could get aye, like it was like a size seven fest- that's pish butter. Absolute <laughs> pish pish that butter. Was, that was excellent. I saw both li- both sets of lips curl. No. Which is my work here's done. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was decent. It was decent. The, the see, be fair, the breweries that were on offer were like the lineup was tremendous. Um, international breweries were ridiculous. Breweries from fucking Australia, America. I'm pretty sure it was Austria as well at one point, from what I seen. And some of the best in the UK. I, I don't know how many times I mentioned Flock, um, but Flock were there. Uh, Burnt Mill, Kernel Track. Unity, Daya, Cloudwater, blah blah blah. Proper good lineup. Um, some of the beers that I managed to sample, um, were as I followed, and I've actually somehow managed to remember most of them, if not all of them, because I was helping at the bruiser guys. I didn't get too fucked. Um, especially in, the, in fact, in the Friday, and the Friday I actually didn't drink at all. At all, Friday night I didn't drink at all, and then the Saturday session was. Did you drive up late? Ah, in the Friday I drove, and then on the Saturday. The wife gave me a lift and picked me up. Result. Uh, so I, I'm, one of the uh, international breweries was called Range uh, from Australia, and they had a spectacular um, double dry hopped uh, double IPA, which was fucking phenomenal. Um, they were kind of the talk almost of the festival. Everyone was having the lager. Everyone was like, go and check out the lager, check out the lager. I went over to check out the lager. Uh, it was a 5.2% lager, and then seeing that they had a 8.5% double dry hop IP, double IP, and I was like, fuck the lager, give me that. That sounds the bollocks. Um, that was super. I think actually the lowest ABV I went to was 6.4. 
everything else was just fucking well exactly <laughs> everything else really? was the bollocks so i had like i so saw i'll go i run to the list so i had oh, yeah. the kernel i had um astrata and galaxy and our mate nelson 7.3 percent. that was banging um everything's I, I wrote it all down and i really i weirdly look back and i'm like they're all kind of the same style kind of regret that ever so slightly um i had the track and the verdant collaboration the motueka and strata and mate nelson that was lovely had the queer beer fight like hell. Their dipper was was decent. Um, the flock stuff again. Like I said, I've mentioned it. If you're on the lives, um, flock are making some unreal beers. Easy way out. Their double IPA, Amarillo Galaxy, Simcoe, thick, piney, just fucking yes. Give me a bit of that. Um, one brew that I have never heard of before, and they were smashing it out the park. Um, was a brewery called Zabato. Um, they are a UK-based brewery, and I had their beer called Wheels, which was a red IPA. And normally red IPAs were a wee bit funny about them, and they're just a wee bit meh. This, on the other hand, was a, a very much a, a kind of West Coast-influenced red IPA, kind of really deep in colour, nice and piney, lovely citrus. There's a bit of maltiness and like sweet caramel coming through in it. That potentially for me was one of the best beers I had. Uh, that was six point four percent, and it was just went down so. I was like halfway through the day. That's why it's near the start of the day. I'd already had like three or four, and this was just a perfect sell for the rest of the afternoon. I highly recommend um, checking out Zabato just for that one beer, because um, it was proper, proper good, proper good shit. Um, but I that that was actually my, the lowest ABV that beer I had that whole that whole day and that was so, potentially my favourite to be fair. From uh Uddersfield. Uddersfields. And I'd like I said I don't know I'm not entirely sure how old they are um uh, in terms of how long they've been brewing but um the stuff was really nice. I, I cannot fault that uh wheels it was fucking tremendous exactly what I needed at the time of day. The the festival as a whole um see if it was pish rain it'd be shit. Because it's so no, generally because it's so open, it's and it's these tents and stuff. It's there's there's knee and it's in the middle of a field. And if you like, literally, if you go from the Lewis train station and you walked it, it's a fucking like half an hour walk, twenty minute walk, just because of where it is. And it's in the middle of like I say it's in Lewis, but it's fucking no, it's it's fucking in the middle of nowhere basically, um, where it's situated. So as it if you're walking, it's a fucking trek, um, and you're near where to park. That's 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 like a as good as a rhetorical question. Asking somebody, would you walk twenty five minutes, half an hour, for Dea and Beak exactly. and Track and Flock I and fucking glass. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, yep, I'll do that. Nobody's and, and you well, totally deserve it because that's your that's your walk for the day. Sorry, that is it. You get your steps in easy. You get your steps in, and it is um, that's the only bit for me. I'm like, ah, oh, you just wish it was easier to access, but. Uh, overall, the festival for me was tremendous. I really, really enjoyed it. There was like, it's a proper like festival vibe, like that Glastonbury kind of style. All these like big tents. It's no, it doesn't look massive or imposing when you when you kind of get up to it. Um, but it's a proper like, it's just a wee kind of happy kind of vibe almost. Um, good food. The food. Um, did they have any food? Did they cheat? I didn't actually have any. Eating's chatting, mate. I didn't. I literally had zero food. Uh, come and think about it. 
No, they have said that. Just wondered if you saw it was on the menu. No, see, to be fair, the menu looked lovely. The guys from Bruiser were munching away and um, looked like there were some lovely vegan options and uh, the guys were getting stuck into some other oh, pizzas. Looked actually tremendous. I was kind of a wee bit jealous. Jealous? No, I didn't try any new barns, though. No, I didn't try new barns. I didn't try Donzoko. Uh, there's so many that I didn't get to try. Like, literally... I, it felt because uh, I was obviously helping the, the guys from Bruiser. I was being weirdly sensible-ish, cautious. Aye, cautious. See, that's why we need to. That's why we need to attack these festivals in pairs as a tag team, so, so, so that one one is one else can be sensible and the other one can get fucking. Or, or, or the <laughs> other no, no, no. Can, can I just? Or one can tell the other one that it's all right just to carry on. No. The other, the other reason was is because the, so the tickets for the festival are twenty five quid. So it's one of these festivals where you pay for your ticket and you have to pay for your beer with the tokens, which right, stalls okay. you from going fucking ham. Aye, okay. going going balls deep and everything. Because if it's what if it's immediately go and say, Here's all my Patreon money, give me tokens. No, what I did do, <laughs> what I did you have do, much gold. What I did do, however, um, and here's my in, watch. And Paul and did this with Flock, and I think I can't remember who else did it with because uh, the, the guys from Bruiser gave me one of the t shirts, I had one of the, had the Bruiser t shirt on, and the guys, oh, and I had a staff band on, and they always like, Staff don't pay. I was like, Fuck yes, love it. And then I think I got like two, maybe two or Two free beers that way. I got a free t shirt. Great from, success. I got a free t shirt from um, the beak stand. I bought a couple of tokens. I bought 10 worth of tokens, right? No, but it's a lie. But 20 quid worth of tokens. I was like, oh, hear me. What do I need to pay if I get one of those t shirts? And he's like, oh, are you, you, work, are you you're working? You're the old fucking. Oh, yeah, the old trick, the old trick, the old trick, the old trick. And everybody's like, are oh, you working here? I was like, ah, you've seen the band. I was like, purposely had my, I was like, scratching my head. Yeah, there's the response. It's staff, mate. Oh no, it's oh, you just take it. Like, See ya, thank you. Ching ching. I <laughs> love it. I can't believe you didn't have the, the old arm operation in full flow. Well, yeah. the, well, the, you had to be getting a big lick about oh, I nearly lost it, mate. Well, generally, it's the, <laughs> when so the festival was the Saturday, that was a, a two days after my arm operation, and my so my arm was like proper bandaged up. This is it. Yeah, so it's put it in a sling. I nearly lost it in a bottle open an accident. <laughs> No, I no. You couldn't have had it in a sling because you've been like the the doc has given me strict physiotherapy exercises which require me it's to work. <laughs> like there you go. Fucking perfect draft machine blew up on me. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> but I mean, like, if, would I go again? Yes. Um, not because I was oh, obviously it's helping. Ten it. minutes or whatever it is down the road. Ah, it was. It was me, for me. It was twenty minutes down the road. You're getting some of the best breweries in the country and some brews from around the world I've never heard of um, which was really exciting to see um, yeah. it's one of those ones that if it rains it, it did rain a wee bit but if it rains all day it's going to ruin it um, but the sun was shining um, which was proper yeah, like things too hard in the south of France though, well you don't you don't sorry that's, not France that's very true uh, but no the weather could <laughs> could have spoiled it but it didn't um, definitely go again if you get a chance to go next year, if they do it again next year, 100% give it a go. Um, these hills, um, the festival by Beak. Um, fingers crossed they do it again, hopefully. Is it, is it just me or is it like, I haven't seen you going again and obviously we had Brew London, which feels like months and months feels ago. Like fucking years ago. 
like it is sort of festival season, isn't it? Like it's getting into the supposed nicer weather, and you know, we've got well, do we dare mention it with 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 the possibility of pissing Calm off because he's not going? Uh, well, we have we we need to sort out what's happening with that because it's soon. Oh, we've we're already sorted. Are you not sorted? Like, no, all oh, right. Oh, I've got <laughs> fucking we Trust we then. I'm gone. I'll speak to Ollie myself. <laughs> I'm no, I'm no player. I'll, I'll speak to somebody myself. But I'm taking my ball. And I'm going home. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mind you going. No, you need to go because I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping the hip hop karaoke. Oh mate, if the hip hop karaoke is back, like hip-hop Ice Cube karaoke. is getting cola cube, cola cube, hundred percent cola cube karaoke. Such a good laugh. Mate, considering how even, melted we are, it was, there's a bit of thing of like asking to shout out Ice Cube, like and how uh, I mean, there it, it was not dry either. Remember, yeah, that's no. true. Aye. We got we got in at the road because we were, we were rocking the wee brollies going for a going for a slash. Remember, we mm-hmm. were standing trying to hold the brolly in the wee cubicle. Like that, <laughs> <laughs> like that trying to hold, hold the brolly. The, the brolly. So what, you're having, you, you get given a brolly to go for a pish, and then you pass it on to somebody else to get go for a pish. Or no, you, you got your them? name brolly. Oh, yeah, no, you got your name brolly. There was a there was a company. Who was it? I can't remember who it was. It was PR folk. It was the, the only things you got for free at the festival were uh, or the, the things they were handing out were they fucking no, they love, love the corn. awful corn kernel love, love corn, love corn. Pop, popcorn. Awful man. No, they're fucking. What did is just you fancy breaking half a dozen of your teeth here and just. <laughs> it's only, I'm so, I'm I'm a hundred percent positive that love corn is sponsored by a dentist. Aye, has to be. Has to be. Literally, hundred like percent wor- making a product to to to. Deliberately send folk to the dentist to get Aye. crowns and fillings fixed. Fucking Heather Shields making a fucking awful. killing off it. Oh, 100%. The butcher, the, 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 butcher. The, the butcher of the deal. <laughs> um, gentlemen, what is the most you would pay for a pint of beer? What is the, uh, the top most? Be a dick. Uh, I don't know. What is the. Well, I did see a thing for... the other day that, that indicated there was a, a pint of. Brewdog Punk IPA in the Docklands in London was yes. £8.50 or something like that. It was there was another there was an additional fee added onto the top of it. It was like seven fifty and then another pound odds on top, which I thought was service charge. Service charge from incredibly. Oh, the person in the bar depends, did their job. It depends entirely on circumstance. Right. But if you're in if you're in like the centre of a city or whatever, you expect to pay over the odds, you know. But like, I think anything for a pint of beer, you know, no craft, like because craft's a lot. Right, right, I'm saying, I'm saying craft. I'm, I'm, I'm saying craft before you go. Down right, okay. It depends what it is. Right, exactly. right, right, okay. I'll rephrase uh, it. Then. I'll rephrase it. So I'm looking for a, you're you're in a bar. You've got a barrel aged beer. It's fucking from America. What is the most you're willing to pay for that pint? Whatever they're charging. Aye, whatever it is. The, the funny thing is, like, uh, uh, like in my head, I'm thinking, if we were in other half in the states or or whatever, or that they came over and took over the high end bat, and they were like, a pint of your double IPA is twenty five quid. I'd be like. I'm quite happy. There's my money. Sold. Right, Roger. Right, okay. So the reason for the question, uh, 
the most ex- the, well potentially the most expensive pint in the UK has been bought in Brixton. Um, incidentally, a a, a a a tap room, I believe you stopped off, Cal. The craft craft beer call. In, in oh Brixton. yeah, 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 go for uh, it. Uh-huh. You were there a few weeks ago, a few months ago, whenever it was. Uh, it was January, February, um, yeah. and it was eighty pound. Wow, eight eight zero. Um, and this what was, was for Ale, Ale Smith Brewing, who are based oh, in San Diego, um, or San Diego, San Diego, San Diego, Anchorman. What for? Uh, exactly. Um, so basically, it's a, a seven seven fifty ml bottle. Uh, retails for one hundred five quid. Um, it's a barrel, eleven percent barrel aged in whisk and bourbon barrels for eighteen months. Um, so it's dark treacle, roasted malts, coffee, chocolate, blah 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 blah. Would eighty quid for a pint or one hundred five quid for the whole bottle, obviously, be something that you would pay? No, right. no. Not when you can buy a bottle like that particular beer. I'm hundred percent positive you could get an Aylesmith beer at a. A bottle shop, but you're probably, that. but you're not probably get fucking very big, very big miss or some shit. Instead, well, no, but the thing is, though, I think can... the it's, it's definitely the the America factor and the bottle mm. share factor. And if you're, it's a few mates chucking in uh, the, whatever the, it is to share, <clears throat> then you would buy the bottle. You wouldn't just buy a like some that's some numpty who's got a social media presence mm. buying a pint of that just for kicks. But you would buy the <clears throat> if you were going to get, you would bottle share it and say, right, okay, fair enough. Twenty quid each. Aye, it's a one-off. We'll get a wee miff of this and go for it. Because when I mean, you look at if you go to like the Bon Accord in Glasgow, um, there's drams in the Bon Accord in Glasgow for hundreds upon hundreds mm. per twenty-five mil butter. So that is ridiculous. You can be pretty ridiculous if you want. Can we bottle service in a club? You're paying for your seat. Mm, drink. So it's the same old Smirnoff cake you can get in the house for. Whatever it is, twenty quid a bottle, Morrison's or whatever, and you're paying a hundred odd quid for that plus Hayden brand or Hayden made Red Bull. And I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think you, Miguel's hit the nail right on the head there. That's that's somebody that's done it um, for a gimmick and a social media presence and all the rest of it. You know, because that's no somebody that's that's been steaming and, and bought a pint. Or I mean, why would you buy a pint of eleven percent? Barley, I mean, that's just fucking nonsense. And I'm really glad, I'm really glad that I can jump in and sort of defend the pub because I've, I've drank in there, which yep. is bizarre, bizarre given that it's in Brixton. But the, the staff are really knowledgeable and they're, they're quick to point out, you know, if you've ordered something that's slightly out of the ordinary, like, like when I was there, I had, it was a siren um, Jamaican fucking fruitcake Porter or something like that, that I ordered, and it was it was dull. It was amazing, like it was absolutely brilliant. But I ordered two thirds of it, and it comes in thirds. Mm. And I ordered two thirds of it, and the guy the guy was like that. You realise this is going to cost you about nine quid, and I was like, aye, that's fine. You know, I, I, I'm I'm okay with that because I I know what it is and I know the pouring. I'm fine. So I rest assured, rest assured that the bell end that fucking ordered a pint of this would have been warned like this is going to cost you eighty quid. You know, but incidentally, so um, the owner of the bar, um, obviously got a, had, had a try of it, and he said, um, without price, without taking the price in consideration, it's like an eight out of ten. But take the price into consideration, is like it's a four out of ten. Um, I'll be right, okay. So, 
Well, it's travel a million and one miles as well. Bingo. No, it's not. Getting it straight out of the shop, and it's never that much at the shop. There's no way. No, not a fucking chance. When you're spending that money, you want perfection. Like you, you're actually like you're actually. You There's no beer. There's probably like you say. There's no beer that is worth that in terms of its like you know the taste and all the rest of it. But. You know, part of that think, aspect is the experience as well, though. Yeah. Aye, but but see for like no one for the experience, exactly. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> see for the experience, like I'd be I'd, I'd be quite happy. See, if, like you said, see if we were to go to the other half, or we were to go to Trillium, or we were to go to one of these, you know, high end breweries in New England, and go in, and it would be like, look, right, okay, there's your paleos and all the rest. I realise that would be expensive anyway. That you know that would be dear for us to go in there and drink your paleos or your doubles or whatever. But if they, if you were to go in and it was to be like, look, we've got this barrel-aged stout, fucking 12%, it's it's seriously limited edition, and it's been aging for 18 months, and it's, you know, it's $25 for a third or $30 for a third, you know, damn right you'd be trying it because yeah. you're there. You're in the brewery. It's the experience of being there. Aye. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be paying 80, I wouldn't be paying, I mean, if that's a pint, so quarter of a pint is twenty five quid. So a third of a pint would probably be about what thirty quid. Something 28, like that. 28 quid for a third. Yeah. Right. I'm not. I don't care what the brewery is, man. Right. Mm. If 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 I'm in if I'm in the UK, unless I can see proof that 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 beer has been flown over and it is still fresh, and you know it's not it's not been on a fucking tanker for the last six weeks or eight weeks traveling around the world to get to me. I'm not paying that, you know. <laughs> but, then, again, who's made it? <laughs> but then that could have been, like you said, that could have been a tourist in there with the. This is the first time that this. Like, and went, oh well, I've never heard of this. Oh, that's quite interesting. Oh, I might never get a chance again. Like eighty quid for. But no in Brixton. It's hardly going to. It would need to be some beer to transport you. It would need to be a hallucinogenic. Aye. Aye, need to send the right trip. And I, like, I, 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 I get it. Deals, just ton flights. It is tough, like, because eighty sheets for a pint is. It's hard to just. It's, it it's really difficult to justify steep, if you're not getting a conversation. It's steep. God, about you. It's it's higher than steep. Aye. If you're <laughs> If you're only getting a conversation <laughs> with the brewer for 80 quid for your pint, then there's something more. It'd be different if it was, like you're saying, it was the tap room of any like any really good brewery and they tried to say to you, look, we only made, we did this on our we did this on our homebrew kit and decided to bottle it because we liked it that much. There's only five of them. And Aye. we think it's really good. It's been locked in a chest at the bottom of Loch Ness Aye. for the past however many years it is. And we brought it up and we bottled it and here's one of the bottles kind of thing, then you might the, the story would get you involved in it. But just for yeah. it to be a another, I mean, look at the Hemovart Beer Cafe gets Chester King bottles, 750ml bottles in every other week. So it's not special anymore. No. Um I don't think unless somebody comes around and tell like says to me that like the beer's can run full of heroin or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, or it's, it, like there's a diamond at the bottom of every pint glass they serve of it or something like that, then fair enough. Or you get put into a prize draw to win 18 more bottles. 
Aye, it's it's that then maybe. Aye, fair but, play. Aye, it's a, it's a, that's a weird one for a pint. Because what do you do with what's left? Fuck no, man. More than a pint in a bottle. So what happens to the rest of it? Then you put a spoon in it and stick it. Well, this is, the, I, this is this is this is that's the bit where I think the fucking the the bar owners like I'll just take the rest. Aye, they, oh, easy! Yeah. He's made his money. He's like, they, they've paid, they've paid it That was good. I didn't even get. I didn't, I didn't even have to dust it before I sell it. No, exactly. I doubt that. I, I can't imagine them having very, very many bottles. To be fair, um, yeah, but aye, like I said, it was it was a story that popped up. I, I seen it earlier uh, on this afternoon. I was like, that's a bit fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so just to let everybody behind the curtain there. Um, we just seen Gav's camera falling over and now we've got a nice, got a nice view of us. Yeah, that or his garage has collapsed. No, Gavin's just uh, decided to kick his camera and it's went fucking flying. Anywho, um, Callum, what are you drinking? Will I go and pick the camera back up? <laughs> okay, so I've I've kind of went complete polar opposite. So that the beer that I've just finished was delicious. The, the, the black IPA, really. Um, bitter and uh, chocolatey and coffee and all the rest of it. And, uh, put, uh, the 440ml can was probably my limit, to be honest. It was quite tough to finish, um, even though I did enjoy it. Um, but I've moved on to 71 Brewing. Um, and I, again, another brewery that flatters to deceive, um, I think, quite a lot of the time. Um, but I have to be quite honest. This, this has kind of proven the point that, that a lot of the 71 beers that I've had have been sort of the low-budget um, beers. This is one of their fruition, seasonal sours, um, and it's 7.5% rhubarb punch, um, this one is, um, and it's absolutely stunning. It really is, um, and it's a, it's, it's a wacky blend, really. It's Scottish rhubarb, Italian blood orange, and Mexican lime, um, and it's, it's, a, it's a really tremendous combination. Um, the blood orange really balances out the sort of proper tartness because obviously you would expect rhubarb and lime to be really quite zingy and, and sort of draw your face in. Um, and it has got that tartness there. Um, it's definitely there. But the blood orange, that sort of bittersweet flavour. I just love blood orange. It's such a lovely flavour. Um, and the bitterness and the sweetness that you get for that really mellows out the, the sort of acidic nature of the, the rhubarb and the uh, the lime Aye. um and it's it's absolutely stunning it's really refreshing it's got a lovely body um it's it's yeah proper it's like a proper shower so and, and again seven and a half percent it's it's a proper big boy drink um and i think uh, these are the kind of beers that we like to see um and Aye. it kind of makes up for the the sort of disappointing numbers that you get for 71 now and again um when when you know you know they've got this in their heart you know, it kind of gives you a bit of confidence. I think we've said that before, though, haven't we? Like, Aye, absolutely, the, yeah, yeah. I, it's a brewery that I've got to admit, when you said, and i seen the can earlier, like when you were pouring it, and I was like, I knew it was 71, and I was a bit like, we've had some really good beers, and like even when we, we, we tried quite a few of them at the Edinburgh Craft last year, the and, you know, they were fine, but... I always felt like the sort of kind of sometimes they just missed the mark with like the especially the low what you say the low budget stuff but like mm-hmm. you can tell like when they actually put their like I say their mind to it but like you know when put there's their time and, 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 and there's right, money exactly. and, and that they do 
you know, they can deliver some really wicked. And that sounds like such a weird combination that, you know, that it's a beer that I'd like. I've got to at least try. You know, I'm not a big sour fan, but like, no, I don't think you would. I don't think you would like it too much, mate, because it is quite sour. It is quite sour, um, but it's not. It's not like offensively sour. Aye. Um, and it's it's a it's a proper mixed firm beer. It's no like like that sort of cut corner kettle sour type vibe that you get, but it's just yeah. all acid. Aye. You can taste it. You can taste all the fruit. Like I can, you know, I can taste the 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 rhubarb, the the blood orange, and the lime. You can taste everything in it. So everything that's there is there for you to taste. Um, it's it's a, it's a proper beer. It's lovely. I think. Um, uh, but I get a can, mate. Get a can and, and have a taste and give the rest to Lindsay. I'm sure she would like it. Well, when we when we had seventy one on uh, last year, the year before, I can't remember what it was. They they, mm. this, they gave us some of the 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 first the fruition fru- stuff, fruition uh, stuff, and the blue, was, blue, blueberry one was it? No, blueberry and the strawberry one. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got two of them, and the, like yeah. I remember the strawberry one being really, really, really nice. Um, I mean, and they had uh, uh, again. That was one that I picked up in Sainsbury's, and they had they had loads of seventy-one beers there. Aye. They must have had about seven or eight different um, seventy-one beers. It's good and, to see. Uh, it is good, but but like like Mark says, you can you can tell by looking at the cans, you know, which ones are are the ones that you would maybe go for. I did pick two seventy-one beers. Um, I only got four cans at Sainsbury's, and two of them were seventy-one. Um, but that was that fruition beer and was Outer Galactic, the, the Imperial Pilsner, um, which we which we know and love. So, um, so we, we do know that they can make phenomenal beers. But it's, as I say, it's it, it very much of the same milk as Drygate. A lot of the, a lot of time, um, they, they flatter to deceive. Aye, exactly. Uh, anything else you guys want to mention this evening? I've got nothing else on my. But I do have one thing, which was, which, which was asking you guys what your next homebrew ideas are. Um, if you've even thought of any Scottish ale for me recipes and uh, yep recipes what recipes already done I just need to pull the trigger basically on um, and I'm wanting to do shout out to James he's oh. uh, he's wanting to go in with us um, so James our loyal loyal listener and Patreon member um, was chatting to me a couple of weeks ago we were together at a barbecue and uh, he's looking for a, a lager um, so that is it's a it's a big test for us. Um, and but we have got we have got the fridge and we've got the kit that we can we could we could at least give it a good go and attempt it. Yes. So James is uh, James is wanting to go in with us and and contribute to the ingredients and stuff. And I've said that we'll get them down and we do the brew day and stuff and um and we can we can get that get that on the go. So yeah, Scottish ale and lager are the next project. Whoa. Lager sounds good in terms of like you said because. Every festival we go to, or every brewery or brewer you talk to, it's all about the lager. Yeah. Um, lager is—you can't hide behind it, and it shows shows off the skills, shows off the talent, and 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 basically, you can't hide anywhere. Better avoid it than me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, it's really funny because as soon as you mentioned it, Calm, it was the first thing I thought of too, and I was like. No, it's lager. It's the one style that you like when you're starting. That you want to try, but you want, don't want to try at the same time. And oh, well, at the end of the day, what's the worst that could happen? Oh no, totally. It gets toilet. It's toilet passion, water. It gets toilet water. So, but I don't know. Like the whole, like you say, the whole just 
Right, we're, we're going to go and give it a try. Fuck it, let's put something together. Clean, easy, sessionable, just... At the end of the day, it, it shouldn't it, it shouldn't be a, a recipe that breaks the bank because the... What, 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 the, uh, New, what the New England taught us was that it was the hops that killed the bank balance. Mm-hmm. You know, the price increases exponentially with the amount of hops that you put in it. But, but the, 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 malt's, the malt's really cheap, so... So I mean, it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be the, the only thing that it should be expensive on is time. And electricity. And we'll go, aye, electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Just dis- disappointing that the fridge is at your house. Oh no, you know. Invoices will be sent. No, you can do the brute. We can do the brute. You can switch your. No, we're not driving down again. We're not doing that. Fucking, I'm driving in for your house with fucking two open. Like no open fermenters, but recently sealed fermented buckets. Then the the fucking beer slushing about everywhere. The wine sounds like a top. Sounds like a Top Gear challenge for back in the day. I'm sure there was. I'm sure the stick had to burrow around a (laughs) a track with the. uh, Maybe that's why the uh, beer was so uh, um, lively when it was getting opened. Well, I I don't see. I don't see how. I know. I know. I'm doing both. Both FVs made it went down in the same boot of a car. Mines were fine. I know. Aye, what you didn't know is that the one that was most lively fell on its side of its recorder. I know. Had a wee extra time in the room about definitely. Slosh, I'm just slosh, gonna, slosh. I'm just going to do a quick show if you're talking about um, because uh, our other good friend Joe from Vault, um, obviously the Vault City guys are like their tap rooms kind of getting um, a wee bit of, um, not traction, but they're, they're obviously getting the, the some work done. Um, and has invited us that week that Callum kind of make it, unfortunately. Um, so, um, but I think I, I I know they have been running at capacity and and things the last you know couple of weeks and uh, be worth uh, if you are in the Edinburgh area popping out to uh, Portobello and going check them out because like you say, um, w- Wicked Brewery and uh, obviously Joe's a a long-term listener and uh, fan and all that kind of stuff as well. And he was a he was uh, he's been a good lad um, for me the last couple of weeks as well. So um, go buy and drink it vault basically. Well, it's not hard sell, is it, to buy vault beer because um, it's fucking the bollocks. It is the bollocks, the bollocks, the bollocks, the bollocks. As I look at an iron brew sour um, pump tap. Yes, thank you. Which I was half inched. Anyway, <laughs> uh, as always, Beer Fish Podcast is brought to you by Patreon. You can get to patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast, get yourself some exclusive content, the same as Joe does, and you can become an actual, an actual uh, supporter of the podcast. Be going to patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. Um, you can also, also, also show your support. Also, show your support. Yes, Miss Money Penny. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can also show your support by giving us a five-star rating. Uh, give us some five stars. Much appreciate that as well. And make sure wherever you listen to this podcast, you are subscribed and you hit that ding a ling link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Uh, my name's Gav. That's Carl. That's MD. And that's Gilroy. And the Beer Fish Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinion. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.